Hi there, it's Rika. I always like to start my episodes by saying thank you to you all. Appreciate you tuning in, and your kind feedback means so much to me. Over 27,000 listeners each episode. Canada, USA, India, United Kingdom, Singapore, Germany, Malaysia, and my home country, South Africa. Thank you for empowering my podcast. I always say we're in this together. You all motivate me and keep me on this path to serve you. So tell me, how are you doing? Made that decision to change? Journaling going okay? You're writing your gratitude statements in your journal every day? Well, let's reboot with episode six. Let's continue on our journey and keep pushing forward. So back to neurogenesis, boosting our brain cells. <laughs> the reason I focus on this so much is because in my 18 years of practicing as a dietitian, I realize it's never just about diet. A rigid, strict diet plan does not work. Weighing and measuring has its place, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's all mind. When we combine mind and diet in a simple, practical way, that's when we experience the magic and properly transform with a massive explosion of success, breaking through and unleashing our unlimited potential. So let's continue. Let's go through more lifestyle ways to boost neurogenesis on our journey to get to the best version of ourselves. <laughs> and when your mind is rewired and ready, we will devour and digest die questions and answers that you commonly ask me in your emails. <laughs> so back to brain boosting points. Meditation, the most natural medication. Almost every time the word meditation comes up in conversation, people often state that they don't have time or they're too restless and that their minds are just too busy to meditate. There's often perceptions that are conveyed, conjuring up images in one's mind that in order to meditate, one has to sit cross-legged in a quiet corner, staring into space, silencing the mind for hours. Stop the clock. Meditation doesn't have to be that way. The main idea, which I'm sure we can all do for about 15-20 minutes a day, is to be present in the moment. Be mindful of your breath, inhaling deeply and exhaling slowly, letting go of judgment and negativity, allowing thoughts and feelings to gently pass through. This can be done while walking or exercising, cooking, showering, or even sitting at your desk. Just stop, breathe, be mindful of your breath. And here's why. Numerous studies indicate that meditation increases our BDNF, the brain-loving protein BDNF, to grow new brain cells. It increases a hippocampal gray matter in the brain, and it improves memory, focus, and sleep. Meditation is also known to shrink the amygdala, the fear center of the brain. This is a mind game changer because if you think of it, fear is the root of all negative emotions. If you reduce fear through meditation, you will ease off focusing on negative emotions and will move from a state of constant alarm to a much preferred state of calm. Inhale positivity. 
exhale negativity and reap the, I like to say, benefits. So stress and depression decrease neurogenesis. Oxidative stress from the environment, such as air pollution, smoking, and pesticides, also decrease neurogenesis. Next brain-boosting point, neuronal leisure and fun in the sun. Everything in life is all about balance. I like to view our neurons as little buddies in our brains. They love communicating with each other and their connections work best after having fun in the sun and doing pleasurable activities. I call it neuronal leisure. <laughs> our neurons need a leisure time and exciting activities to fire away and spark with each other the way that they should. Not only do new brain cells form, but also the connections between brain cells strengthen and rewire the structure of the brain. So our fellow neuron buddies, they want to travel and explore, dance, read, write, paint, cook up a creative storm, or listen to music. Spending a little time in the sun makes your body produce more vitamin D, which also increases BDNF. Gardening is great. Spending time around nature is naturally what your brain wants. Brain boosting point, healthy relationships and social connections. There's an excellent quote by well-known motivational speaker Jim Rohn, who stated, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So choose wisely. Healthy, positive relationships and good social connections will send out positive vibrations to your neurons and give you blissful feelings of joy, love and excitement. And in doing so, will increase brain cells. Always evaluate how you feel in your relationships and after social interactions. If you're feeling heavy and drained, it's best to reevaluate these connections as in the long term, they will affect the neuronal networks in your brain. Try getting into a habit of asking yourself, does this interaction or connection enhance my life positively or does it take away from it? Unhealthy relationships decrease neurogenesis. You want to feel energized and refreshed after social interactions and are not tired or exhausted with loads of uneasiness. A love relationship is ideal, but you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy. What's healthy is that you communicate with people, make healthy connections, and surround yourself with positive energy. And hey, even if you're living on your own, audiobooks and podcasts are fantastic ways to surround yourself with powerful company. Of five authors, for example, it's great. Again, that quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Definitely a quote to high five to. <laughs> if we're mindful of incorporating ways to boost neurogenesis, as we mentioned earlier, sleep, mood, and cognitive functioning will improve. According to Harvard research, six months is enough to produce functional changes in the brain. 
The other promising and empowering concept I would love to quickly introduce you to is epigenetics. I often see patients who tell me that they have a family history of health problems. It could be anything from diabetes or Alzheimer's disease, obesity, you name it. And they would state it's genetic and out of their control. So any intervention would be pointless as they are inevitably going to fall prey to these conditions. Guess what? We have good news again. We can move from victim to victorious to a new science called epigenetics where researchers now realize that yes, we can't change our genes, but we can change the way our genes are expressed. And this can help prevent many hereditary health problems. So bottom line, we can take the lead and have a positive impact on our genes by making healthy lifestyle choices. According to Gary L. Graham from Hawthorne University, less than 2% of human disease is a result of genetic destiny and over 95% is epigenetically determined. Knowing this is empowering for sure. Food choices, stress, sleep, exercise, and healthy relationships can alter our gene expression and affect our health and longevity. So let's take control and be mindful on our path to wellness. So once again, thank you for tuning in to EMDE Kook Power. Um, if you're enjoying the series, do subscribe to my podcast and share and know that I always love hearing from you. Um, you can reach me on my website, www.rikadite4wellness.com or email info at rikadite4wellness.com. Stay tuned for more episodes to eat well, think well, feel well, and rewire your brain. With love and virtual hugs, Rika.